0: You are a grown human being, but just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging.
1: Boy, you guys sure do
0: complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary... We're talking about it. So, when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now, your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Meta.
1: All right, listeners, welcome to One More Game Podcast. We are OMG. I am your host, The Stroke. I'm here with my good buddy, Swift Meta. Today is. March 2022 for episode three Swift how is it going dude
2: uh, It's uh, It's going alright um, You know I'm pretty uh, I'm not okay to be honest I it's a, I don't know if you know this but I've Grown up a Duke fan um, mm. <laughs> For my entire Life and Coach K has been there for 42 Years which is much longer than I've been Alive thank goodness couple of years but um, yeah so yeah just i mean just barely you know um <laughs> but they uh i want to say they did a beautiful tribute to him tonight and it was it was awesome but uh i'm super upset that they lost cunc yeah you know it's a like, you, you know it's a <laughs> classic college basketball <laughs> rivalry and they lost it's like yeah. they, the team couldn't get them their like coach k's last home win come on guys what are we doing?
1: Yeah, you know what a good tribute is? Winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be a rough, uh, a, a rough time without that guy. But uh, yeah, we had some... If you're, yeah. in the ch- in the, if you're in the chat, thanks for joining us this week. We are excited to bring you some more gaming news, some more gaming commentary. And uh, we are basically the podcast taking the very niche video game realm by storm. So uh, get on board while you can before, uh, before it goes viral. Uh if you're in the chat links thanks, thanks for joining us and uh yeah it looks like we got some people commenting on how good silky smooth your voice sounds this week yeah what what you got going oh, on over there dude
2: so I, <laughs> okay after <laughs> the past two weeks i uh, uh apologies to my wife shannon but we we <laughs> spent a lot of money on just stuff you know new mics there's Camera, there, there's, yeah, all dude. Of, there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it. So, Vo- voice ha- happy to look way better than I did last week. Hopefully, I mean, you can't fix ugly, but uh, at least it's clearer, ugly,
1: you know. Very nice, very nice. And uh, I'm excited that you uh used your all, all your investment money from uh, all that all that bitcoin <laughs> that you sold to buy uh, Elgato products. So, hopefully, we can get <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, yeah Vol- oh God, oh, mm-hmm.
2: please, please, please sponsor me because I'm broke after <laughs> buying all of your things.
1: Uh, cool. Well, we are happy to be here to talk to you guys about all things uh, gaming and uh, let's get right into our opening story. So if you were here with us last week, you remember that we caught my son red handed, <laughs> my four year old son playing Nintendo Switch in his bed without telling anyone at 11 at night. Uh, so it got, it got me thinking, dude, now you know, let's keep this PG 13, but what, what kind of yeah, stuff, yeah. what, what do you remember getting caught doing as a, as a young nerd that you weren't supposed to be doing as a kid?
2: Uh, dude, keep it in PG 13. Obviously there's, you know, all kinds of
1: stuff, but PG-13, no, sp- I, no, no sports illustrated swimsuit edition stories. Let's keep those. it. Yeah, yeah,
2: none, none of that. Um, dude, I remember, so when I was, uh, I think we, I, I was in. My junior year or senior year, we moved to Germany. Yeah, um, and I remember it was the first time that I was introduced to World of Warcraft. So I didn't know what this game was about. My friends explained it to me. I kind of had to like fumble through it. You know how you how you do is you yeah, start yeah. learning a game, and um. I remember at one point I was playing, so I would go to school. I would, cause I, I wasn't an athlete, at least in high school. You, you couldn't tell these days. <laughs> um, but I was an athlete in high school. Um, so I would go to like practice and then I would come home. I would do my homework real quick, which I didn't really try that hard for because like, whatever it's high school. And we were in Germany and no one really cared. Um, but I would log on to World of Warcraft and then it was bedtime and my parents yeah. were like, all right, yep, time to go to bed. And I would be like, Okay, fine, going to bed. And then all the lights in the hallway would turn off and I would just hop back, pop <laughs> right back on my computer. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, I used to play that game like seven hours a day. I don't know when s I, I don't know when I slept. I don't know what like what is happening what was happening in my life but i like and my parents would come back up every like couple hours to make sure that i was asleep because they knew how addicted i was to the game so that was the first time where i was like uh i could probably yeah, yeah. i'm probably in trouble for this
1: yeah i uh i got a similar story well it's it's more in in my modern uh life but uh other than my parents catching me running like an underground texas hold'em ring in my garage when i was in high school uh <laughs> at like two in the morning uh gambling when from a young age yeah there's like college kids in the garage and they're like what is going on yeah. <laughs> i got my like younger sister in there yeah it was bad news but uh
2: yeah it's fine it's fine you
1: know another story i was at the air force academy and uh these zoomies out there go air force and uh my, my roommate didn't know that I was such a nerd, right? And so I had a mouse like this, like shipped from Amazon, kind of my freshman year. And, he, and I'm still like closet nerd at this point in my, in my uh, security uh, nerddom. And he goes, oh, what the heck is that mouse? And I go, I don't know. My aunt sent me. It. It's kind of weird. Uh, but, you know, it, it helps me do math because there's like numbers on the side, you know, trying to make up the story. Well, <laughs> he comes home early one day from some class that I thought he had, and he just catches me red-handed playing World of Warcraft, and he just starts laughing, and I go, what's so funny, dude? And he, he goes to his computer, and like 10 seconds later, I hear the login screen, and turns out he was also a big nerd. We were just too afraid to tell each other, so uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> don't, you yeah, don't ha- yeah. You don't have to hide it from us, chat. We know. That's right. We, we know who you are, and we know who you're not.
2: Um, dude, so before we get anything else, I actually wanted to talk about this. Um, so I, as a sane human being, went, I did ROTC, yeah, college smart, which is you know, it's you do the Air Force stuff on like Mondays, and then the rest of the time, yeah, you do like PT, which is you know, the physical training or whatever, but the rest of the time, you get to live this glorious college experience, which most of us love. Um, So what was it like going through the academy, especially after because I know you mentioned I think last week or maybe the week before that you were enlisted for, you know, a series of years beforehand. So what was it like? Explain your experience at the academy um,
1: (laughs) Um, after doing that. Here's how I'll describe it. Loved it. Never would do it again, given the chance. Uh, Okay, so it's like Kunsan. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's like Kun- Kunsan Air Base met, in Korea. Yeah.
1: Met, met some of the best friends I've ever made, like my best man, my wife there, like great relationships that I built. But man, four years of that is, uh, here, here's the context, dude. I, when I got accepted to the Air Force Academy, I was deployed. Uh, I was in uh, Iraq okay. for the second time, I think. And I got surprised, told that I got accepted. I had two weeks to get there. So no crap, I had shown up. Her, hurry up and go baby. Up, get home i hitchhiked on a c5 showed up at the air force academy two weeks later and boom i got seven and, and then got and
2: then got hit in the face with a six uh fucking sorry excuse me uh, uh yeah like, uh, i got this An 18 year old and you're like 20
1: like he's, he's dude, telling I've me been, i've been doing this yeah he's like telling me what war is gonna be like i'm like okay I'm, <laughs> yeah been been there done that yeah, dude, if I hadn't found a good group of friends, I don't know if I would have made it, but I did find a, an awesome group of guys um, Good. and met my wife there. So, yeah, like I said, loved it. Wouldn't do it again if I had the chance. Uh, yeah,
2: of course. Of course not. I'm, I'm stoked you made it through because uh, obviously yeah. we met through our career
1: and uh, love you to
2: death. So, but, but
1: if you, you want to be a pilot, it's a great option because about half the class that graduates becomes a pilot. There's my plug. Oh, at for... the Academy?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. If, you're, if you want to be a pilot, go to the Air Force Academy because ROTC sucks. I was the only pilot in my class. Yeah. It's, it's stupid compared to the Academy. So right. if you want to suffer for, for four years to be in a, a pilot, great. If you want to party it. your face off <laughs> and maybe not become a pilot, then great up to
1: you there you go there's your life advice for uh, you youngsters (laughs) out there (laughs) yeah all right dude we will uh we'll wrap that up and we'll move on just to let you guys know what this is going to look like so this will be the last week that i kind of give you a little uh roadmap of where we're going for the episode but first we'll hit you with the gaming news everything that's going down in the world of video games then we'll hit you with the games radar our uh, special segment that gives you a, a look and peek into what's coming up next for games and what we're excited about then we'll get into the major topic of the week, which this week is going to be in-game cosmetics slash character customization. This was a recommendation from one of our listeners. Jess, thank you for this, and this is going to be a really cool uh, conversation to have. Yeah, totally. And then we'll just hop into what we played this week, BS with you guys for a little bit, and then i read you a really cool email that uh, Swift doesn't even know about and will surprise him with that we got from one of you guys. Whoever oh, you we got another
3: email?
1: Yeah, and I don't know nice. who it is. So I love that. We're reaching, we're, we're reaching some people. All right. So with that, guys. Oh, Senor Baxter. Thanks for the follow and grab her by the something. Great work. Thanks for the follow. All right. (laughs) With that, dude, let's get into the news for the week. All right. First up on the docket, we all know what's going on in the Ukraine. We're going to try to, you know, keep it light keep it uh, keep it fun in here. But we'll talk about this a little bit. So announced recently uh in the last few days over twitter and a lot of other sources so multiple companies including cd project red microsoft ea are stopping games and services in russia so this is kind of crazy because microsoft um and cd project red and ea there's they have never done anything to this extent um so stopping distribution of digital assets and products to yeah i mean uh, why would they right like because it's just more money for them right so this is a if if people kind of think this isn't that big of a deal like yeah of course they should do that it is a big deal because one the market in russia for video games is massive uh and two this hasn't happened in in a very long time and at least in the digital age i don't know if it's happened at all so uh dude what are your thoughts on not only is Russia being sanctioned by governments, but like individual tech corporations can just be like, "Nope, sorry. Get your crap together and stop being crappy people."
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think that I don't know. I think I think that it's smart for some
2: of these companies. And I maybe not smart for them necessarily because they're they're trying to make money just like everybody else, but it's important to to see that these things are, these companies are doing that dude. I like, yeah, cool. The video game companies are doing it. Dude. The, uh, UEFA or yeah. UEFA, however you pronounce it, the, the soccer league said they're not going to do any more matches in, um, in Russia. Um, there's been multiple like reports of, of just gin general entities saying like dude this is this is messed up like we're not going to do business with this right and i and i think it's great um i don't know that you know the i i appreciate the video games doing that uh people like we talked about last week probably have stuff downloaded that they can play through and all the things but like i don't know i don't know I, it's exciting to see that people are standing behind ukraine Um, and just the fact that this is kind of absurd for Russia to just do this.
1: Yeah. I mean, not that Putin probably cares, but like over time, dude, as people start getting pissed that I mean, not only that, but Apple and uh Elon Musk is like supporting what's going on for the Ukrainians. Like at some point, yeah, your people are going to be pretty pissed that they're not playing Destiny on day one of the raid release. Uh so you know, it's yeah,
2: it's I actually have um some stuff from Twitter here. Um just because it's I feel like it's super important you mentioned Elon Musk as far oh, yeah. as uh SpaceX and Starlink,
3: but like Starlink has basically
1: um let's see. Yeah, I got what you I I, I remember what you talk about. He's basically said like he was following up to someone talking about how he was doing all these great things for the world when it comes to like landing rockets. And then Russia was shooting rockets into Ukraine. And yeah, his, his response was all right. Starlink is now basically parked over Ukraine and giving anyone internet access. That yeah. He's
2: li- he literally parked the, the whole Starlink system over Ukraine to help these people have access to the internet and all yeah. kinds of stuff. Like it's, it's super cool. And good good for Elon. I love that dude. I just dude, I, I will I will boast on Elon Musk forever because I just got my Tesla and I <laughs> it, I absolutely love it. All right. So it's so,
1: s- it's so awesome. Swift Meadow is gonna be reviewing every game that you can play on your Tesla uh next <laughs> yeah. next week.
2: No, but seriously, I I love it. It's oh man.
1: Sweet dude. Uh let's Let's move on. That's, uh, if you've got any thoughts about what's going on in the Ukraine when it comes to uh, video games and things like that, you guys, you guys can contact us uh, on Twitter and Instagram or omgpodcastgg at gmail.com, and uh, we'll uh, bring up your thoughts in the next episode. Yeah, right. please hit us up. Next topic, Nintendo Switch is five years old. Okay? Five years old. Oh, God. Switch is older than my son. Uh, I, I remember when th- we were all in Korea when this came out, right? Uh, my wife, yeah. bless her heart, she's—I love her so much. She was at a different base than me, which was about two hours from us in another part of Korea, and she went because I was at work. She went and stood in line for the Nintendo Switch for me uh, to pick one up for me on base the day that it came did out. Did
2: she really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I had no idea Jen did that for you.
1: She's a champ. Uh, so. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so we were all uh, playing Switch when it first came out. So with that said, we got a bunch of cool uh, Nintendo Switch rumors slash uh, news for you guys that we'll show you here, real quick. If you're a big Nintendo Switch fan, I know Stab down there is uh, he was part of this gaming crew, but uh, Nintendo has announced that there's missions and rewards they're going to add to Nintendo Switch Online. So what this kind of means is like they're going to throw some events up there that say like play software that supports online play, and you'll get some. Uh, Switch Online Platinum points for that and you can use those points to uh, buy games or buy like customization stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on this dude? You, are you a, Have you ever messed with the Nintendo Switch Online deal? I, I honestly have not.
2: I tried to okay so <laughs> Shannon will keep me honest. My wife will keep me honest on this. I tried to initially but I was um, my credit card Stuff got stolen, so my credit card got turned off. So I couldn't because I can't use an Amex to pay for it. So I was like, I was just about to do it, and then I and then then that happened. Yeah. Um. So, um, I thought about it right then, and I was about to do it. Then I never did. So I've never participated in the like Nintendo like online Game Pass. I guess if you. As far as yeah, call it. I got
1: you. Cool. Um, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of janky, dude. I'll be honest. I did it for a little while, and you have to have it to play any of their games online. But if there's one thing that Nintendo does well, it's make good games. And if there's one thing yep. they are terrible at, it's anything to do with interface slash user friendly systems. So like the online oh, yeah. system is garbage. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. It's 2022, and in order for me to talk to someone online and on Nintendo Switch, I have to use my phone with an app.
2: Yeah, it's it's really bad. There, there's <laughs> really no excuse for it. Un, like, understood? It's not a console, right? It's not a PC. Like, it's right. kind of like they, they kind of. It's obviously marketed as a handheld thing, um, but at the same time, like there should be some integration of, of something to make it seemed like it's not the, the 2000s
1: right it is not good um yeah i think a lot of it is because they know a lot of younger kids play these games and they they probably want to make it harder like they're they're doing what they think is right to protect that demographic maybe but man if you ever have tried to buy something on that store it's oh
2: well, it's, it's painful.
1: There's such a there's, deterrent.
2: Like, there's like seven menus you have to go through.
1: Yeah, and it goes, enter your password. And then it goes, okay, do you want to spend money? Enter your password again. Enter uh, your password. <laughs> okay, enter your credit card information. Well, why can't I have this already in here?
2: Uh, yeah. Enter your credit card information. Oh, also, enter your password.
1: <laughs> cool. So we're, all, we're both on board with how bad that is. But uh, you, think yeah. this, you think this little online like rewards system is going to help at all?
2: I don't know. Maybe, maybe for people who are like, su- like super into Switch yeah. or Nintendo. You know, people that only play those games. People that don't play PC games or play on the PS5 or Xbox Series X, whatever. Um, maybe, it, maybe it's good for them so they can level up, as it were. Yeah. You know, in quotations for the listeners, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's it's kind of a a shot in the dark as far as like maybe we'll get some more people and probably not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Friend codes is another thing that a uh, pickle Matt brings up. You have to, if you want to friend list somebody, they have to send you like this 16 digit hexadecimal <laughs> code. <laughs>
2: it's you have to decrypt it before you type it in.
1: Yeah. It's funny. They're making this mission. This is my thought, dude, they're making this missions and rewards thing to try to get more people to subscribe. I'm sure I got an idea. If you want more people to subscribe, Make it user friendly.
2: Yeah. How about how about you just make it simple, and, and that'll be
3: that.
1: Yeah. Cool. Uh, more Nintendo Switch rumors slash news. Uh, a lot of you have been wondering. You know, are they ever going to make a new Switch, uh, like an updated version? So there's some some leaks kind of coming out that says that there's a possible uh, next gen Nintendo Switch coming out that kind of would be like a pro model if you. Th- That's how all the other consoles do it. They did release like the OLED one, um, but that really wasn't like a huge step up.
2: Groundbreaking. Yeah, Yeah, like the screen
1: got bigger. They are really nice, but I don't think it's worth like upgrading from your original Switch.
2: Did you buy one?
1: I did not, no. Oh yeah, okay. But uh, yeah, so if you're uh, excited about that, this is all rumor and hearsay, but we just wanted to drop it first. You might be seeing a new Pro model Nintendo Switch come out. Or be released or, uh, announced relatively shortly. Yeah. Cool, dude. Uh, that being said, with the Switch being five years old, I'm going to drop this on you. Uh, I'll start just so that you can oh, have gosh. some time to think. But okay. it's been five years and you've had a Switch for about that amount of time. Let's go with yeah. our five must-play games on Nintendo Switch starting from five and ending at one. So I'll just, I'll just go real quick. Uh, So, my number five is going to be the Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. I know this game is touted as, like, people's favorite Zelda game slash game of all time. And there's some cool stuff in there, and I really liked playing it. Uh, Two things I didn't think were that great was the story could have been better. And...
2: Story story guy. Okay. I'm a story guy,
1: dude. Yeah. Uh, And then... Yeah, it was just pretty vanilla. Uh, But... uh, And then the dungeons... While cool to like climb up on those giant beasts or whatever, compared to yeah. old, compared to other games, Zelda dungeons that are super intricate and the puzzles are really hard, um, I just think the dungeons were kind of lackluster uh, compared to other Zelda games. But okay, that's still like number five. So don't get me wrong, I really like that game.
2: <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I will say though, I never beat it. I just kind of fell off of it. Wow,
2: I, so. Never beat it, but still
1: saying not that good. Yeah, I know. Hypocrite. Okay. Okay. Uh, Cool. Number four. uh, It's not necessarily specific to Switch, but uh, I think this is the perfect place to play this game if you are going to play this game, and it's a Metroidvania type of game, uh, but Hollow Knight. So if anyone hasn't played Hollow Knight, and you like like (laughs) atmospheric, hard, difficult games, Get in there,
3: oh, <laughs> dude.
2: Okay, I so <laughs> no kidding. T- Tase and I were on a uh, we were on an airplane going Tdy, and he was sitting next to me playing Hollow Knight, and he almost broke his <laughs> Nintendo Switch <laughs> because of how difficult this one level was. And I don't think he was end game or anything. It was just like a a typical level. So. Yeah, take that with a grain of salt. Like, cool, but whoa. Get in that there. That
3: sucks.
1: Hollow Knight's <laughs> awesome, dude. Get yeah. in there. Uh, <laughs> cool. Number three is the Pokemon MOBA. I don't know. Have you played this? I think it's called... I am uh, not. I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but it's, it's uh, essentially League of Legends, but you're Pokemon, and it's uh, free to play.
2: Oh, I, I've watched it. I have not played it, yeah. but I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so this game, number one, awesome to play with kids if you got one. Uh, it's pretty simple. Like, a lot of it's dumbed down. It's not super complicated like League of, League of Legends. Um, but it's the first time I played a MOBA on a controller device that just felt like, why are all MOBAs not on console? This is perfect. Uh, really cool, really fun. And you're playing on the problem is in order to play it you have to have the online subscription. So, uh, yeah. So,
2: so good good luck with that. Ten dollars a month slash the
1: yeah you know whatever. Get that subscription and forget about it. Don't play it for months, just like we talked about last uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Number two is the new Luigi's Mansion. I don't know if you guys played Luigi's Mansion growing up on uh, GameCube and 3DS, but those games are so cool, super unique. If you haven't played it get it the switch graphics have never looked better than on that game Uh, and it's also another fun game to play with a young kid because it's it's spooky fun in the way that mario does that kind of stuff with the ghosts and whatnot um but it's actually pretty hard uh for a good gamer to beat so really cool a lot of cool stuff to look for and it's unlike any other game you've played before unless you played the other luigi's mansions uh and then lastly dude number one super mario Odyssey and we'll probably have a whole episode dedicated to this game cuz it's so good but uh that's my number 1 get it now
3: yeah that game is awesome what do you got what are your thoughts um so dude i uh
2: i haven't done the deep dive as far as the uh games are called or the games in at in the switch like yeah, I basically played the standard, the mainline ones. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go. My fifth is Luigi's Mansion. Okay. Um, I thought it was really cool. I I kind of struggled with it because I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Um. So maybe someone that's more story driven and and puzzle driven can figure that out. But I I was kind of just like, okay, yeah. I've I don't really know where to go from here. I'm just gonna stop playing it.
1: Just to make you feel really smart. I know a five year old who beat that game by himself. But
2: (laughs) well yeah yeah yeah. I I know I'm not the smartest for sure. (laughs) Most smartest. Yeah, I know I know I'm not, you know, educated as far as that goes, but but I I just said I don't know. I didn't really get into it. So uh that's that's my fifth. And which is which is good for you know the there's there's a lot of games on the switch so fifth is not bad um fourth i think (laughs) you probably hate me for this it's not story driven it's not anything else it's donkey kong country
1: oh yeah dude classic because
2: i i love the donkey kong games so i i could not i couldn't resist buying this game i couldn't resist playing it it's so fun there is you know the classic donkey kong when you're in the cart rolling around the track and you have to figure out when to jump and when not to jump like I those games it's are hard
1: like not very, easy
2: very difficult yeah um so i i really enjoyed that game uh, nice. again kind of a basic answer as far as this goes but um a, a nintendo classic so i had to throw it on the list um my third is pokemon sword okay Um, I played a lot of Pokemon Sword. I don't I haven't beaten it yet. I'm beaten six of the however many bosses. Yeah. Um it's fun to be Yeah, like third person like the game like Game Boy game was, but at the same time it's kinda you know, it's 3D and you're just wandering around the wild wilderness and
1: same formula, um, but it looks really good kind of thing.
2: Yeah, and the the thing that I don't like about these games these days is we talked about in the first episode, I think is dude. I remember 150 Pokemon and I (laughs) could, I could probably tell you most of them if you gave me a hint, but now there's so many that I don't, I don't really understand. So like when I throw a pokeball at somebody that who, who is that Some (laughs) some random thing in the wilderness, I'm just like, okay, I hope it's good. And that that's that.
3: Um, yeah.
2: Uh second I have Zelda Breath of the Wild. All right. I know you you didn't tout it all that. I mean I play mentally. I played a
1: lot of Switch games, so 5 is still really good. Yeah. Um <laughs>
2: Zelda I thought was it was really well done. I I like the open world concept as far as you know wandering around doing the thing. It's yeah, it's again kind of like Donkey Kong as far as the the vein of the game, yeah. game,
1: the prestige, you know, like,
2: yeah, like it's it's kind of the same thing that you've been doing for years. But uh, I thought it was pretty well done. I also have not beaten the game. I mm. um got distracted, built a PC, and then you know started with this. So I, I find that I, game I
1: have, very difficult to jump back into if you haven't played it in a long time. Like to jump in where you were. Have you tried to play? Like, multiple yeah, times I've, I've tried to restart, not restart from the beginning, but just like hop back in and beat it, and no idea what's happening with the buttons.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's part of the problem, and not necessarily the problem. Like, you should honestly know a game and, you know, continue to know a game if you're going to beat it. Like, that that should be the goal, right? If you're going to beat a game, you should be intimately familiar with the mechanics and everything. Right. So if you're going to leave it for a year and then try to hop back in and beat the final boss, like that shouldn't be a thing. Right. Um, but um, dude, I'm the same way. I, I literally hop, I got off for a little while, um, and then tried to come back and couldn't really, not necessarily understand it, but couldn't figure out the mechanics of certain things.
3: And I was just like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah.
2: I
0: that, agree.
3: That's, that's good. So what's uh, in your top spot? The top spot, uh,
2: same Mario, yeah, Odyssey,
1: so good. It's,
2: it, dude, it's one of my favorite games I've ever played. Yeah, uh, it's outstanding how they did it. So fun, uh, super simple for like I wouldn't say simple as far as um collecting things and right. you know all the intricacies. But pretty like my nephews, my sister bought a Switch for her. Right. Well, I think for her, but my nephews beat Mario Odyssey. You know, and they're like they're five and three, so it's it's not a it's not a like crazy game to get into, but the intricacies of it are are cool. Just the gameplay overall is is it's awesome. It's really well
1: done. Yeah, Uh, I enjoyed it. We talked about it last week. What would we recommend to people who have are just jumping into the video yeah. game world. This yes. is my number one recommendation. Cause it's, it'll absolutely just, it, it'll make you realize how much of an art it and really just cool it is. So yeah, yep. we both agree. If you, un, if you don't understand how good that game is by the fact that we both said it was our number one game on the switch. Uh, I don't know what you're doing. You got to turn this podcast off. Go get that game right now. Okay. Don't do that, please. But
3: go, go buy game. a switch.
1: Yeah, cool, dude. I thought that was fun just to talk about uh, five years of Switch and our five favorite games. So, uh, let's move on to our next piece of news. So, this is a big news for all of us in this gaming group. But uh, Destiny Two today, the first raid of the Witch Queen expansion is live. We've been grinding. We we've been grinding to get up there to fifteen thirty to get in this raid, right? Which we still have.
2: I know listeners that can't see us can't see me shaking my nugget enough, but jeepers,
1: you gotta grind, dude. You gotta get up there. It
2: is, it
1: is brutal. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. So, the, fir- the first raid came out today. And uh, if you guys don't know, whenever Destiny releases a raid, they do this huge world's first race so all these teams around the world try to be the first team to finish this very complicated long encounter based um dungeon type thing and yeah and they don't have any idea how to beat it like bungie the developer doesn't release any hints or anything and and it's just six people trying to figure out over the course of a day how to beat this thing and the and the first people to do it they get sent these wwe style belts with their gamer tags engraved on them and they're basically famous for the rest of their lives uh just and, dra- and
2: for people for people that don't sorry didn't mean to cut you off
1: but no, for people
2: good. that don't understand that the that slash have never played an mmo people who are not familiar with video games like there there are multiple bosses so there's all kinds of things that you need to kill right there's little ads there's big ads and ads is just like um random people that are not people but random things around the map that like you need (laughs) to get rid of right so there's little ones there's big ones and then there's the boss and there's multiple bosses in this and for each one of them you have to figure out specific mechanics and so it kind of goes back to wow as far as like if like you have to figure out how to beat the boss because there's, there's different things that he does during different stages that potentially everyone could die very quickly, right? So you as a team of six have to figure out how to do this. Um, so the fact that people are racing, and again, it reminds me a while when we would, we would watch the world first right. as far as raids. Um, but it, I, but it is... Don't...
1: I don't know yeah, if, if anyone in the chat is tracking, but I think, so they started at 10 a.m. this morning, Pacific, and I don't think anyone's beat it yet. So we're I talking, haven't seen anything. We're talking uh, 12 hours later and people are still grinding. So
2: And, the, and these are dudes that not oh. only are extremely good at the game, but are also have been in their chair <laughs> since 10 a.m. Yeah right like they may take a quick run to the bathroom while they're hiding behind a corner and the rest of the team is fighting but other than that like they have been doing this and since 10 a.m
1: yeah kind of crazy it
2: still is not done it's yeah it's absolutely crazy it's
1: where we it's where we fend to go right after this podcast and give it a, a shot maybe we'll be yeah. the first yeah we you- are
2: we are <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot we have we have five huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> five or six, maybe ready to go. Um, and we're, we're gonna give it a shot and just see what it's about after this. So, we'll give you a, a shout out next week as far as how we did the,
1: lessons learned, how,
2: <laughs> how we probably died 17,000
1: times. Yep, let's do it. All right, cool. So, check yeah. that out if you're interested in uh, Destiny 2 content. Moving on, so some Lost Ark news. They just released an article today that said that Lost Ark developers have banned over a million illegitimate accounts from the game. That's insane. It's a lot of people. That's a lot of people making fake accounts to play a game. What are are your thoughts on, on this, on this crap on, on cheaters in, in modern gaming? Like, are you just tired of it? Um,
2: (laughs) I could I could get into a whole diatribe about this, but,
3: um, I'm, I think people that well, people that cheat in general. Yeah, not, not okay. Um,
2: people that cheat in video games, again, not okay. I'm not going to say anything like aggressive about them. They like, yeah, they shouldn't be doing it. And it's, and it's upsetting because there's really no reason for it. Just either play the game and get better or just stop playing the game. Right. I <laughs> so just, the,
1: I don't understand. If,
2: yeah. Like, why is it fun for you to. Shoot, like, click on your right mouse button and auto focus to somebody's face and kill them. Like, that's not skill. That's just lazy. Yeah. So either get good at the game or stop playing it
1: yeah Um, and 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 these these type of games are very vulnerable to this type of stuff because it's all it's all about time right like to progress you have to put in hours to you know grind out the gear and the rep and and the currencies and all that right so you remember that's one of the major reasons i stopped playing wow was because it seemed like the only people playing anymore were people trying to sell you gold fake gold for real money it's like Right. This kind of, This kind of stuff is just getting old. Um. But yeah. I, I'm hoping that Lost Ark kind of, it, it's a good sign that they're banning this many accounts. But it's also a bad sign that there's, that there's a need to ban that many accounts. Um. Uh, so I, I, don't I don't know.
3: Hope- I feel like I
2: feel like there's
1: people all over that wanna, yeah, wanna cheat and
2: and instead of pay for it in the store, which again I wouldn't do, but I would like to earn it instead of doing all of. Either of those things, they want to to just cheat, and it, it's not cool. And I'm I'm super stoked to hear, like honestly, that they're. I, I'm very excited that they are actively, you know, going against yeah.
1: it. Warzone has a you terrible, know. terrible problem with, as, with a, as opposed
2: to like waiting until people complain. Like no one's complained about cheaters in Lost Ark. But lost, like the developers are like, no, we know they're cheaters. Let we're, we're gonna ban them. Yeah. As opposed to, every, I feel like a lot of other uh, creators that are just like, yeah, we'll just we'll let it ride until we get enough
1: complaints. Yeah. Cool. Well, I hope that uh, doesn't kind of play negatively on that game because it's a really fun game, uh, which we'll get into. Now, please in a
2: play bit. Lost Ark if if you have a PC. Please, us, sir. it's so fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, guys. That is the news in the gaming realm for this week, uh, and we will move on to our game's radar. All right. So, in a surprise that nobody saw coming on the last Nintendo Direct, they just released Pokemon Arceus, right? Pokemon Legends Arceus. The new... Yeah. A new wave of what pokemon should kind of start looking like and, yeah, and i started to play it and then last week or this and at the beginning then, of this week they they announced <laughs> the next back to the old formula games pokemon violet yeah. and scarlet which includes a whole new generation of pokemon that you have to memorize or not and uh so that's that's the first big new blip on the games radar. Is a new Pokemon game coming out this year, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. There's a there's a trailer that you can check out, which we won't show here because Nintendo doesn't play well with DMCA stuff. But uh, yeah, dude, what are your thoughts? Dude, I, you, you said you uh, like swordish sword. I'll and
2: be, sh- sword. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm so stoked about this. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm not. Like I, I'm, I'm kind okay. of. I'm kind of over. He's over the whole, it. like do do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Like, I yeah. Hope I don't know. Hopefully, there's some cool Pokemon in there for you guys to catch, and it'll be cool. But I, yeah, no,
1: no, not, not your cup of tea, huh?
2: No, I'm so over it.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, that you got that to look forward to if you are a big Pokemon player, and then. Lastly, the only game really coming out for the rest of the month that we haven't talked about, that some of you might be interested in, is a little game called Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. So if you haven't haven't played Borderlands uh, 1, 2, or 3, this is kind of a spin-off of that. Take a look here. This is some of the gameplay, and this is coming out towards the end of the month, I think on the 22nd. It's basically a first-person shooter that's built in like a uh, fantasy-type realm. Uh, The Borderlands games I thought were really good, um, if not kind of repetitive, but they're lighthearted, they're funny, um, and they play really well. And this is kind of their fantasy-type spin on it, so it's not in the same kind of universe. It's like 100% fantasy realm as opposed to the Borderlands games are like kind of this weird post-apocalyptic first-person shooter thing going on. Yeah. But dude, to me, it looks pretty cool.
3: What are your thoughts? I'm I'm very confused.
2: Just watching the gameplay. So I read tiny Tina. (laughs) Yeah. What's it called? Tiny Tina's. Yeah. It's like, uh, this is like, a. Happy fun character, game. character <laughs> game, or you know, like an animated game or something. And I watch the gameplay, and I'm just like, "Well, obviously, it's not that." Yeah. But I, I have also not never played any of the Borderland games, right. so I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like maybe it'd be cool. Um, I just really have no perspective on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it'll definitely be a fun, uh shooter type game if if you haven't checked out borderlands 2 at least that game is ranked up there pretty probably like top 10 shooters of all time uh so okay we'll see all right i think a lot of well, people are have,
3: excited I've never, for this so
1: yeah i'll try it out that's that'll be your last blip on the game's radar for the month um and without any other thoughts from swift we will move on to our major topic of the day
0: you're listening to the one more game podcast they
3: keep nagging we
0: keep playing now back to your hosts the stroke and swift meta sweet guys we are
1: going to talk to you today about a serious issue that's affecting one out of every <laughs> 10 players <laughs> <laughs> actually it's everyone in game cosmetics it's everyone and character customization this was brought to us as a as a topic idea by jess last week uh thanks for that and we just we thought it yeah. was a really cool thing to talk about and spend some time getting into you know what our thoughts are on like making your dude look cool in a video game and where that kind of came from and where where we see that going and, and all that so yeah. Dude, just to start off, let's let's think back to when we were youngins. We were pubescent little boys. I can, I can barely remember trying so to, long ago trying to impress the girls with our games, our gaming abilities.
2: No, nah, I was trying to avoid the girls to <laughs> yeah. play video games.
1: Yeah, he man, woman haters club.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> cool. Just kidding, ladies. Uh... <laughs> All right, so I'm trying to think back to the first time I played a game where I was, like, actively thinking about, like, changing my person's clothing or how they looked. And I think the first thing I arrived at was Ocarina of Time. You remember when you could change his tunic, red, green, and blue, depending on what you needed Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, you wore the red one so the fire didn't hurt you, but you also wore it because it was the coolest one. Because it looked dope. Yeah, Yeah, it looked dope uh so yeah link was just strolling around looking awesome because you were worried about what he looked like rather than how you were playing the game you can you can you think of any other examples early on when did we start caring about (laughs) uh dude i i don't know
2: early on i don't think i know honestly i think the the first time that i
3: started caring was wow yeah I mean
1: that's what that game's all about. We'll get into a little bit of like how that's what that's what WoW is, is collecting cool stuff for your dude.
2: Yeah, I think I think early on I was uh I was so obsessed with like just Super Mario sixty four, you know, all the things where you couldn't you couldn't customize or anything, you just had to do the thing. Um that I didn't really worry about it. But yeah. then when I got into wow, that that was like not only was I trying to beat dungeons but you know I want to look good you got to look good at doing
1: it what kind of mountain you that's ride right. on that's all that really matters
2: <laughs> yeah that's right
1: cool oh yeah someone brought up a good point tiger woods remember uh, caring about what hat and pants you were wearing oh in? that's
2: true yeah yeah you did yeah, yeah. what clubs you had, you had you had to pick pick your uh outfit that's valid cool Blue Kirby. It,
3: it's Joe ca- says oh yeah super smash, smash. yeah
2: yeah, yeah, you, you, you could pick your uh uh outfit as it were, as yeah. Kirby.
1: Yeah, and what kind of hat Pikachu was wearing? Yeah, I remember that. That's yeah, cool. uh, yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, in in the same kind of vein, not really like your player per se, but in Halo, you remember Halo Two when that was the big online game, and you could customize like your logo and your nameplate and stuff to look really cool. I remember. Oh spin. yeah. I remember spending way too much time concerned about what my logo looked like
2: I think that was probably one of the first to do it and now, yeah, I feel like more the majority of the uh f p s slash f p s slash mMO games you know do it where you you can't really customize but you get to pick you know how kind of
1: cool you think you look yeah it's it's all about It's like creating an identity that your enemies will remember next time they see it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I remember the first time in my video gaming life having envy of other players. This was because because of their skin? Because how they looked. I don't know if anyone in the chat can guess what this game is. But you remember you logged in. This is one of the first computer games I ever played too. You logged in to the Battle.net original battle net launcher and you logged into diablo 2 on your 56k modem and you got to see all the little (laughs) avatars of people playing and you got to see all their cool stuff they were wearing first time i had envy of digital envy yeah
3: dude
2: i I never played diablo 2 but i will tell you so one one other game that we
3: haven't really mentioned is um sorry what's it called um rocket league rocket league dude your car yeah your car
2: where you can just customize that thing to whatever you want and try to make it cooler than all the other you know all the other cars i can feel like you feel really really special cool if you unlock skins or whatever based on what we talked about talked about last week you probably yeah. bought some skins.
1: Yeah, that's the that's you know? the pay model nowadays. Yeah, cool. So that's kind of our uh, our general history of it, dude. I agree um, with everything you said there. So where are we now, and and kind of how did we get here? I think you're right. MMOs, WoW, being the the biggest one, obviously, probably had the biggest yep. influence on this. Um, yeah, because that's what it's all about. If you really boil it down to what you're doing when you're playing end game world of warcraft transmog is the like actual end game that you care about. Yeah. You're trying to get your item level up higher and get cool stuff that makes you stronger. But what you really care about is how you look.
3: Yep. Absolutely. And, and yeah, they didn't... I mean,
2: you can be a, a big dog in the dungeons and stuff, but if, if you look like uh... a, <laughs> A random dude off the street, right? Then no one gives you respect. But if, yeah. if you if you do the same thing and you have like lightning coming off your sword and stuff, as far as transmog, like you have super cool gear, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, this dude knows what he's doing." And it literally has nothing. Like you could you could literally have no idea what you're doing and have awesome gear, and people are like, versus, "Oh, he,
1: he knows what he's doing." <laughs>
2: Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Versus, I know n- everything about this game and just haven't spent the time to transmog and look like a a basic person.
1: And people would be like, "Scott, get him out of here. Have, have yeah. him removed. Like, remove that, him that immediately. Does
2: not deserve to be here."
1: Yeah, that's how it goes, dude. Uh, yeah, and it, it, it's expanded, right? To more than just what you look like now. Like there's emotes. There's voice lines. Like if you think about. You think about Overwatch. My wife.
2: Killing. Killing moves. Killing moves. Yeah. there's so much.
1: It's all about collecting all of that stuff. So you can look way cooler than the guy next to you. My wife is obsessed with Mercy skins. Like to the point.
2: she's She's our best healer we've ever had.
1: Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. To the point of to make her happy for Christmas, I bought her a Mercy skin that was that came out for um, breast cancer awareness. Like you had to pay real money for the singular skin. And she was just like elated. And she wears that. Was it a
2: was it a cosplay?
1: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Uh, anyways, yeah, we got some listeners saying they give them give them some dance moves and some hot fashion and they're in. I know you played it. I know you've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy 14 here and there. That game takes Transmog to a whole new level. Like, yeah, it's I think they call it glamour in that game, but it's it's kind of complicated to figure out. But they got some crazy stuff in that game. Like, you can drive, you can roll around in a sports car that flies. (laughs) 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 So confused.
2: Dude, actually now that we're talking about that i i know i sent you this in the uh chat the other day but the in destiny i saw a like a harry potter broom perfect and i want one <laughs> Perfect how do, example. how do i get that
1: how yeah. do i
3: get
2: that
1: anyone in I chat want it. knows how to get the nimbus 2000 in destiny tell
2: please, us <laughs> yeah please give me the firebolt in uh <laughs> destiny and i i want it
1: Yeah, it's so cool. All right, so I know who the king of this type of stuff is these days. Which it's not a game that neither you and I play, um, but Fortnite, right? This company, this game, is the king of throwing cosmetics at you that you didn't even know you wanted until you saw it, right? So let's get (laughs) let's get some examples of what you can be in Fortnite. You can be Spider Man. You can be Ariana Grande. I'm pretty okay. sure you can be Deadpool. Like you can literally be anything you can think of in pop culture. How do they get the rights to all that? This company just makes deals. Like, Oh my goodness. Think about this. I, dude,
2: I'll be honest. I've never, I've never, well, okay. I won't say I never, um, I have played Fortnite, but it was way back in the beginning yeah. of it. like It's kind of release. And I just could not keep up with the building and stuff, so I just, I can't, I stopped.
1: Yeah, (laughs) listen to Pickle Matt, I bought stuff on Fortnite for the Mandalorian skin, not proud of myself. (laughs) Like (laughs) This game, and I think this game is kind of going to lead us into the next topic about this, but the future of gaming is leading to a world that's not just the game that you're playing. So, Fortnite now does like live concerts and stuff, like while you're online. <laughs> he so, like, you can even
2: play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> nice,
1: dude. So, like, you, you can go attend a live concert from Marshmallow or said musician, right? In the game. And so, everyone's wearing all their hot gear at some festival in a fake world. And I think there's dude, something.
2: It's them. Some... It's the metaverse. I'm know? telling you, that's, that's what they're trying to start. We're going ready, into a ready a,
1: player one. We are going into a world where it, it, it makes you wonder, right? At some point, there's going to have to become a way to create a legal, like, will and testament of what you digitally own. So, like, when I die, I pass on all the skins that I own. To my good buddy yeah. Swift down <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And he o- he now owns my account. Like, there's gonna have to be lawyers that have to invent a whole new set of law,
2: dude. To- <laughs> so Joe Joe just said, "Me and E saw Marshmallow live on Fortnite."
1: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well,
2: well, was it was it really live? Uh,
1: I don't know. Yep, yeah, the metaverse is here, folks. Whatever that means, that phrase gets thrown around, but I like to think about it like Ready Player One. Yeah. Meta. Meta lawyers. There it is, dude. Pickle Matt has coined it. Meta lawyers. <laughs> 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 All right, dude. So let's talk a little bit about the future. Uh, chat, if you've got any other thoughts or any, any other concepts you think we haven't, uh, haven't talked about, go ahead and send us an email. Uh, omgpodcastgg at gmail.com. And we'll talk about it on the next uh, episode, but we'll just move on to our thoughts on where this is going. So already, right. We're at a place where every game you buy comes with a battle pass or something that kind of drip feeds you cosmetics.
3: Yeah.
2: Not only that, but like you, like if you don't own the battle pass, then you can't claim this and you're just like over and over and over. So eventually uh, I feel like most people are like, all right, I got to get the battle. Pass. You know, I'm, I'm going to
1: buy it. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, so I think we're going to basically arrive in a world here in the next 20 years where you don't buy a game that doesn't have in, in game cosmetic purchases. Like that's, yeah, that's what happens. Yep. All right. So let's talk about a little bit of a weird thing in the digital world right now. That's NFTs are called non-fungible tokens. In a lot of the world, they're kind of scammy. So this is based off of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, but it basically can assign a very secure, like I own this type of licensing to digital assets. So think I can buy a piece of art digitally that only I own and have the rights to. Um, and people are kind of getting scammed all over the world with this kind of stuff right now. Cool. Yeah. That stuff sucks. What are your thoughts about a world where you can play a game and the developers make this thing, this in-game item that drops once in a lifetime and you're the guy that owns it and now you have the cryptological rights to that item and nobody can ever take that from you
3: oh (laughs) okay um i don't i don't know dude i don't know
2: a lot of about nfts my my wife i hear when i'm up here gaming she's downstairs talking to companies about nfts and i literally know nothing about it yeah um so it's it's tough to wrap my mind about as far as like i i guess the whole premise is hey if you owned a, if you were the first one to own a digital copy of like the mona lisa then you can make money and i don't know right. how that works i yeah. i just don't really understand it so
1: um you just got to say blockchain I also don't dude understand,
2: yeah dude yeah uh, crypto <laughs> um,
1: blockchain blockchain technology but um
2: i also don't i don't know it i feel like it maybe be cool if, if that was something that you could mine for, I guess. I again, I don't really understand how it connects to modern day society and how you would claim it because I feel like there's a lot of people doing
3: this thing. Right. Um so I don't know. It it'd be I feel like it'd be really difficult to if people are actually like mining for this, it'd be difficult to see who
2: got there first or yeah. you know did the thing first I mean there's a lot of things so if you're trying to assign like it's it's kind of like destiny like we're talking about like first world like world first world or first world ever for, yeah. in the world right Um, so it's, it's kind of like that where it's like but there are multiple people doing this at the same time and who knows who based on video lag and all the things who got their first i'm sure there will be a like no kidding clear first world defeat of this raid right i'm just saying it i feel like it could get a little bit weird
1: yeah i agree here's two things i know that will happen with these things gaming companies will try to make money off of it Oh, always and gamers will use their money on it yeah and people will buy it yeah so I I just think it's inevitable that this stuff starts like it's a perfect marriage. Video gaming is online, cryptocurrencies and non-fungible tokens. It's it's going to find its way in there and the beginning of it is going to be terrible and scammy and you're going to be people are going to get swindled out of money. Uh but yeah. I I do think that there is something to be there is a cool like hypothetical that you could see where like the piece of gear that drops is legitimately a one of a kind thing and you have it and you can do with it what you will kind of thing. Like think about in wow, if every single thing that dropped was a very unique thing and that it would create this trade ecosystem that would be really neat if it was done right without taking advantage of people. Um, but yeah, we're going to see it whether you like it or not. I think, uh Square Enix the Final Fantasy developers have already talked about possibly bringing NFTs into Final Fantasy um I don't know what a I, we'll see I think that's the future of kind of uh cosmetics though is like trying to advertise to you the very prestigious uh one-off type you're the only person in the world to have this thing that doesn't exist kind of thing but uh, we'll I see where it goes I don't think
2: it's a I also don't think it's sustainable.
1: Right. Right. Because
2: there is, there's no way. And I don't know how many people, people play destiny or Elden ring or lost Ark, but I feel like there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people that do that, that like, there's no way you can truly create like a unique thing for
1: one person. They wouldn't, here's what they would do. They'd say one of 500 and then each one has its own.
3: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, so,
2: and then again, it gets kind of weird because like, there's, there's no true way to, to
3: say, yep, you are the only person that owns this. Right. Well, that's, that's what they're,
1: That's what they're saying with NFTs, but we'll see. Yeah, I know. It it all feels very scammy, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Cool. There is some uh, VR implications in there. Imagine a a VR metaverse realm where you go to buy a... You go to a fake car dealership to buy an NFT-backed Ferrari in your little virtual world, and now that car is yours, and you can sell it for real funds, and it's going to be a strange place. If uh, this metaverse thing ever catches on, but
2: cool. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little too old for uh, this. It's I mean it's it's exciting.
1: Yeah, we'll um, see.
2: But yeah, we'll we'll see what's what's going on.
1: You'll have to convince me that the world is ready to wear TVs on their eyes for more than an hour at a time in their life. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean you talked you talked about it last week as far as getting. Yeah sick on
1: it like yeah
2: i feel like most of the populations are like nah
1: i'm good yeah oh by the way real life exists like my five-year-old doesn't care that i'm wearing a vr (laughs)
2: exactly Exactly.
1: (laughs) cool guys that is all things that we have to talk about about in-game cosmetics and uh, how you customize your stuff the big the big picture thing to remember is that Don't play a game if you're going to look stupid and and boring. You got to look cool. You got to look badass.
2: Yeah. If if you're playing a game, like, look dope. Yeah. And if you try to get invited by us. Don't play a game. Don't play a game to look cool. If you're super interested in a game, then do it. And do it big by looking
1: really, really cool. Which you'll see us in Destiny doing after we beat this raid tonight. Oh, you're right about that. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's get into what we played this week. All right. All right. No surprise to you guys, but I've been playing a lot of Destiny this week. Destiny 2 has taken over my video game life.
2: Uh, (laughs) It's so bad.
1: It's so fun, though.
2: I know, I love it. It's so fun, but it has uh, literally taken over our lives, basically.
1: Yeah, it's fine. We'll be fine. We'll get burnt out. We'll move we'll,
2: on. Yeah, we'll we'll get through it. Don't, hey, viewers and listeners, don't worry. We'll get through it together
1: as a team. T- together, that's right. All right, dude. Uh, other than that, I did play a little bit of Lost Ark. Probably got a couple more levels in there, two or three levels. Um Nice. And, and I'm I'm ready to kind of walk back off the cliff a little bit more about the longevity of this game. Okay. Okay, so to, especially having after having talked to uh, my good buddy Easy today. He's like level 52. And so I yeah, kind of Dude's
2: killing. He's it's, it's literally the only game he's played for like 2 weeks. I'm
1: pretty sure he's he, playing right now.
2: <laughs> he it well he was earlier. He's not anymore.
1: It doesn't look like but uh, okay. So what he said was, and he's a huge Diablo three guy, right? Yeah. He, he's made it to close to the end game level, uh, stuff, but he goes, dude, I played this game pretty much nonstop since it came out and it's really fun and I'm having a great time. But what I'm starting to discover is there's so much going on with like everything that he just, he doesn't know what's going on. He, like with all the systems and all the currencies. And it's just like, he's like, I'm constantly learning about all the stuff in this game. And he's like, dude, yeah, he goes, I, I see no way that I'll ever be able to stop playing this game because it's so massive. Yeah. And that's what I told, I I
2: told you guys, not you, but uh, Tyler and Anthony from the beginning, like it is a massive game. The fact that, um, He's 52 or whatever it is and still can't figure out. Right. You know what exactly is going on. I'm I think I'm level 33 and I have new things that I, I can't necessarily. I'm like, wait, how do I do that? Yeah. And it, it, it's just going to stem from there because there's there's just so much in this game to to accomplish uh slash do every day and that and I think
3: that's kind of the biggest thing is I think this game is is meant for more of the uh
2: people who are like the wow
3: yeah. religious
2: that like grind all like 12 hours a day you know yeah. and good for you for doing it but most of us can't do that so the, I I just think they're for for the majority of people, there's just so much to learn in the game that you can't really keep up with all yeah, the things.
1: I agree. And and that's probably what's going to make me fall off of this game is that I'm just not going to be able to dedicate the time that I would need to see all the stuff that I would want to see. Yeah. But I mean and it's sad. But it's not sad at the same time
2: because there's again, for people who love it, love the experience, it's great because yeah. there's you can do infinity things, right? Agreed. But for but for people who, you know, aren't in for the daily grind, who are workers like us that just log on, you know, play for six, thirty minutes six to nine <laughs> or seven to ten every day, and are just like, let me find something entertaining to play. It's probably not not the yeah. game that people are going to keep playing.
1: Yeah. But uh, I do think it's going to last much longer than I thought, so to speak. So, oh, I th- I think so too. Cool. But I'm not quite ready to uh, completely get rid of my my prediction. So we'll uh, all right. We'll keep that up there. Cool. A user recommended or a listener recommended game. I played just a little bit, and we'll kind of show some of this. Okay. This game is a puzzle game. It was recommended by Pitwab423. And it's called Super Liminal. And if you like puzzle games like Portal or um, what was the other one? I can't remember what it's called, but uh just kind of like trippy mind-altering puzzle type stuff, changing perception and whatnot. This game is super weird. So
3: super weird?
1: Yeah, super weird. Or super fun. Super okay. lim super liminal. Okay, watch. So you, you're going around in this like puzzle type world and you pick items up and based on your perspective on how you're currently viewing them it changes like the size of objects and their mass and their weight and this is the multiplayer but i haven't played all that much of it but i just wanted to tell pitwab that it was a really cool recommendation because he knew i liked portal and it just if you like puzzle games it change and you have to You know, figure out a really mind-altering way to solve a puzzle. Uh, Super cool game. Uh, Pretty cheap on Steam, but I just wanted to throw it out there that I played that. And then...
2: I'll be honest. That looks so confusing. It is. I don't know what you were doing, with the dice or the chess pieces or anything. Like, I was so confused.
1: The first time you pick something up that's small and you change the way you're looking at it and then you drop it and it's, for some reason, massive... (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh cool really, really fun game just lighthearted and uh, easy to pick up and just kind of figure stuff out and then lastly just a little i'm gonna probably get into more of reviews on this stuff in the future as we talk about vr but uh, i did try the metavert or meta whatever they're calling themselves their horizons game so like their MetaVerse app you kind of make an avatar and customize all your stuff. And I, you spent, I spent a ridiculous amount of time trying to make someone that looks exactly like me in the, in the metaverse yeah, uh, yeah. with the big schnoz and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. Cause you can run around all these little like user created areas and play stuff that users have created. So like people have made all kinds of stuff based off of like real games, but you're experiencing it from like your perspective. Think like, um, asteroids, like your first person playing asteroids all created by users online. So there's some cool, cool stuff to check out in there. It is kind of, I will say full of, uh, children screaming on their headsets. So,
2: well, I feel like that's, that's (laughs) kind of standard these days in any game.
1: Yeah. I think VR is suffering a lot from, uh, kids.
3: Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with kids, but... Yeah, yeah. Cool.
1: All right, man. That's what I played. How about you?
3: Um, dude,
2: so... <laughs> <laughs> as I kind of alluded to, Slash, you know, I played a lot of Destiny. <laughs> and not a, I not enough. A lot, I played a lot of Destiny so that I could... Be in the raid, right? Which I, originally I heard was fifteen thirty, and so I was doing. I did the whole quest line. case help me with that. Um, I've done a bunch of bounties, but I I'm literally leveling up like one piece of gear every hour, <laughs> hour and a half. So, uh, Are you doing you doing something to, wrong,
1: dude?
3: I'm
2: not quite to fifteen thirty. Apparently, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> um yeah and i i wish you would help me out with that because apparently (laughs) you're being rude um but um destiny has been it's it's so fun obviously i've been doing the uh campaign i did the campaign the gambits the crucible um all of them are are really entertaining um I just wish I was leveled up faster so that I could do this raid. Because we're gonna try to start doing it uh, this evening slash tomorrow morning with uh, our group
3: here at Bonsai Gaming, uh, which we haven't really shouted out. But that's our uh, Discord. So we'll, yeah. s- we'll see how it goes. I think you'll be all right. Well, we got you. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'm sure I'll be. <laughs> I'm sure I won't die, you know, oh, you go going- eleven 1, hundred times,
1: you gonna die, yep,
2: yeah, I'm gonna die a lot, but uh, right. eventually I'll get there, so
1: what else do you get into anything then, else
2: and then so I played a little bit of lost Ark. I, I honestly I, I didn't play a ton, I played with uh Easy and Tyler, um but I'm still like level thirty one i did, I didn't get an, into it enough to to talk about anything new so it's it's been mainly grinding destiny to get to this to be able to raid
1: yeah i'm for it i approve this message Yeah. yeah cool dude um cool that's what we played this week guys now let's get into something really cool i haven't told swift about this yet and you guys are just killing it when it comes to uh the support you're pouring out but uh we have, have another, we, we have another email from a listener. Uh, I'll, pref- I'll preface it with this is really cool, and I wouldn't read something this long if, if it wasn't uh, really awesome. So uh, I just want to thank Tractor Beam for the email, and uh, I'll read it to you guys real quick, and you guys can tell us uh, what you think about it. So, <clears throat> hey guys, I'm loving the show. I wanted to provide a thought about Elden Ring that kind of goes against your thoughts you presented on those games last week. Oh boy. Here we go. I think you're doing yourself and now your listeners a major disservice by not giving those games a healthy chance. And here is why. All right. So this is like a dissertation. Here we go. Souls-like games, especially made from from Software, are always critically acclaimed. Look at Elden Ring, and it's no exception. Literally 10 out of 10 everywhere. Like, honestly, the game is the best reviewed game since Breath of the Wild. You know that, uh, so you gotta believe... Breath of the Wild, dude. Yeah, number five on my list. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta believe that there's something good in there. As for difficulty, I think you are underestimating the reward. These games offer such a unique experience when it comes to overcoming difficulties and a sense of accomplishment. Most games nowadays give you stupid cosmetics for doing trivial stuff to make you feel special. We literally wow. just talked about that for the last hour.
2: Yeah, we, t- we talked about cosmetics for a long time.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, cool. These games stand as much more than that. Your achievement is solely based off of how hard you have to work to uh, figure it out and improve. The self-satisfaction is unrivaled. You guys are both fighter pilots, and I know the road to make it through that training could not have been easy. But look at what you've achieved by sticking through it. I know it's just a video game. I don't mean to over-dramatize it, but I think you get my point. Lastly, you both said that you love a good story and an engaging plot. Well, these games push that to an extreme level. They feel almost like historical glimpses into a forgotten world. Oh, by the way, George R.R. Martin was involved in the writing for this game. To me, based on everything you guys have stated, I think you guys would love Elden Ring and the other Souls games if you uh, can put in the time to get past the initial learning curve.
2: So I didn't realize George George R.R. Martin was a part of the writing
1: team. Yeah, he was, uh, which, depending on how you look at it, could be a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, yeah. based on what season of Game of Thrones you're, you're into. But Yeah, yeah. Cool, so he's uh, Tractor Beam says, Cool, with that being said, I am gifting each of you a copy of Elden Ring on Steam. Here's my Steam name. Send me a message, blah, blah, blah. I won't read that one. Uh, and I better get a fair f- review from you guys on one of these episodes when you're done. Don't thank me, just make me proud. Tractor beam.
2: Are you serious?
3: Yeah. He bought us each a... a, a $60
1: Elden, game.
0: Elden
3: Ring? According to Zeno. <laughs> what?
1: Uh, yeah. So, dude. Tractor beam. Okay. Here's what we got to say. That, that is that, insane. Uh, that is awesome. Number one. Not required. Oh my goodness. Uh, thank you. And number two okay, maybe this convinces me to play this game that I know I'm going to be terrible at. Uh, so I'll, here- pl- I'll, pl- I'll play it this week. <laughs> Here's what I'll promise you. I will start playing Elden Ring, and I will start streaming it so you can see how bad I am, and if I get it any better, <laughs> and enjoy it at all. Uh, and another thing oh, I'll do man. is w- when I do finally get the, uh, the Steam Deck, I'll, I'll try it on there and review it on there, so we're kind of reviewing two things at once, but Swift, what do you think? Dude, are you, are, are you going to play this now?
2: <laughs> I well, I have to. Are you yeah. kidding? That's like the coolest. Like, I cannot believe that. Thank you so much. Um, that is the coolest thing I've, I've ever experienced. Um, yeah, we really. we don't deserve it. Obviously, starting off here, um, but I, dude, if if no, if that's actually a fact, I will I will play this game. I'm not very busy this week. I will <laughs> play it a lot this week. There you and go. Just, just see how it goes. Yeah. And I will give I will give you an honest review about. But again, I'm like I'm like Taze. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not very good about at these games. So I hope I hope I really enjoy it. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And again, thank you.
1: Um, because
2: I'm excited to try it.
1: Yeah, that is so cool. Uh, when we started this podcast up, like all we were looking for was to spend some some good times talking about video games and and uh, kind of seeing yeah. where it goes from here. So it's it at least makes me feel like I'm doing something we're doing something in the right vein if uh, we're getting that su- kind of support. So thank you, Tractor Beam. Uh, if if that's one of you guys in the chat and you're not telling us who you are, I'm going to be pretty mad. But uh, yeah, you're, you're I in haven't trouble. seen his name in there. <laughs> um uh, but that's so cool we will play the game for you um can't tell you how long i'm going to play it but uh i will tell you we'll give it a shot we'll give it a fair chance
2: i i will give it my like a legit shot i'm dude i'm going to be the one riding around i don't know how this game works i watched a little bit of but a little bit of it but i'm hoping i'm riding around on a horse with a glaive just slicing up dragons in like the first 2 minutes i probably won't be but
1: Yeah, make Uh, sure
2: make sure. I'll I'll give it a
1: shot. I know it has a extensive character customization, so just like we talked about today. Oh
2: my my character. We well okay. So next week we're gonna post uh, what our guys look like. Our our characters.
1: (laughs) There you go. All right. So (laughs) check us out OMG underscore (laughs) podcast on Instagram and uh, Twitter for links to what those characters look like. And if you want to be cool like Tractor Beam and send us uh, an email on your thoughts about the show or thoughts about gaming in general, or, you know, you just need someone to talk to about what the best cereal is, you can email us at omgpodcastgg at gmail.com, and we will for sure get back to you and talk about uh, your email in a later episode. Awesome. Yeah. I did. In case Please you guys are email wondering. Us. I did not Video tell Game. Swift about that, so...
2: Yeah, please email us uh, video game donations. Not necessary, <laughs> but we, dude, we super appreciate it. That uh, was, that that was, was so amazing.
1: Cool, cool dude. Uh, that kind of gets us towards the end of the show. Let's go around the room, you know, this virtual room that we live in. And uh, yeah. what are your final thoughts? What do you got for the, the crowd? Um, so I'm looking at that here, wondering if, uh, if we missed
3: anything. I don't think we miss anything. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, dude, I'm
1: I'm good. I all right. It was fun. Well, you're we're you sound really good with that new mic. You look good with that new camera. You just thanks, we're just we're just really finding our stride. Episode three. O n g podcast. Uh, oh really- god it hit me up sweet <laughs> guys you can reach us at, at omg podcast or uh omg underscore podcast gg on twitter or omg underscore podcast gg on instagram uh and uh for me guys i'll be streaming over on twitch.tv slash the stroke and uh, you can also find swift and swift me da at twitch.tv swift me da. Uh, you can find more episodes on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. And if uh, if you had a good time tonight, let us know on social media or email, and uh, we're happy to bring you guys more gaming content. Just because you grew up doesn't mean you have to stop playing, and uh, we are happy to be mm-hmm. your number one stop for all things gaming in the podcast realm. You guys have a good night, and we will see you next time.
0: You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. (laughs) Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMG OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game podcast.